I don't really care about the things that people go to Vegas for usually. I mean, I will definitely tell you this right now. The first time I ever went to Vegas, it was literally a remake of The Hangover. Hello, and welcome to Big Girls Gone Wild. We're your hosts, Kat and Anne. We're creatives, curvy girls, and your big sisters on the internet. On Big Girls Gone Wild, we talk about life, love, and living confidently. We hope you love this episode, so let's get wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think about what I- Side eye you just gave me. <laughs> Bombastic side eye. <laughs> oh god. Okay, well, we're here. Okay. <laughs> like a professional newscaster over here. And <clears throat> reporting live. <laughs> okay, look, that's a dream. Okay. Um, all right. Welcome back to Big Girls Gone Wild. Today we're gonna chit chat and catch up. Yeah. Today is a catch-up episode. Yes. Not a mustard episode. I don't. Well, I actually do like mustard. Okay. Me too. You like mustard? I, I love multiple types of mustard. I was just going to say the same thing. I have like seven kinds of mustard <laughs> in my refrigerator. I actually hate ketchup. I think it's disgustingly sweet. Oh. I don't approve of okay, it. Okay. Well, I buy the like no sugar ketchup. I've been buying that for like a I still don't like years. it. That's just tomato paste. It's to- it's tomato paste that's lying about being tomato paste. I have a confession. What? I eat tomato that's fine. I I that th- I think that's okay. Tomato paste is full of umami flavor. It's delicious, but I don't see. Eat, look, they're making money by marking that as sugar free ketchup when you could just buy a can of tomato paste. It's the same shit. Mm, true. I will it's tell you this. You know what I think is fucking disgusting? What people that put ketchup on mac and cheese. The only thing that deserves to be on top of mac and cheese is hot sauce mm. and hot dogs. No. You don't like hot dogs? No. What? No. You don't like a little nitrate in your life? Not really. I mean, <laughs> I'll eat other types of sa- sausage. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> I like a bratwurst. Um, I like Are you German a breakfast blank. No, I'm not. <laughs> My family's Irish. Oh, Irish. Okay, yeah. well, the Irish like... Josh's Chinese. family has some German. Don't they like sausages in Ireland? I don't know what they eat in Ireland. Bears I've never been there. Isn't that... Potatoes and sausage? Maybe. I couldn't tell you. You've never been to Ireland. I haven't. Of 40 countries and never been to the one my family has some heritage from. I've been there. Yeah. I I would love to go. I was very popular. That's all I have to say. I believe it. No, I was actually looking at tickets recently because uh, I saw some cheap tickets to Europe for a bunch of European cities, but Dublin was not on the list. Mm. So I have my eye out and I've actually been using a new subscription service to find cheap tickets. One, two, three. Going? I think so. Yes. I couldn't Same. remember the name, but yes. So I paid uh, did, for like the premium like $200 thing. a year or something? Or I don't, think, I don't think it was that much. It's 100 or 200 It was some amount, but you get really good ticket prices as soon as they post them. And that's actually how I got my ticket to Paris. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I got just, a really reasonable ticket to Paris. I just got the same membership like a month or two ago, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm never gonna book anything through this. Why do? Why did I do this to myself? You're, why won't you use it? I don't know. I just feel like. I mean, maybe I will. You will. Yeah, you will. I guess. If, well, I mean, I do like to be spontaneous and just be like, "Bah, bitches!" But um, yeah, you yeah. can do that. Mm-hmm. You're a remote worker. True that. Take advantage. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually leads into a little catch up because I want. <laughs> God damn, why do I keep saying ketchup? Because you actually secretly like ketchup. No. Duh. Lies. Do you like relish? Fake news. I have, I have mixed feelings on relish, honestly. This is something that I've been doing. I don't know. This has turned into like a food episode all of a sudden. But this is something I've been doing a lot on hard-boiled eggs. I like to put relish on top, and it tastes Ooh. like a deviled egg. 
I'm not mad at that. I like a pickle with an egg. Yeah. Do you put onions on your hot dogs? Why are we on hot dogs? We're talking about hard-boiled well, eggs. we went through all the other hot dog condiments. <laughs> I... But we skipped the onion. I like I like a hot dog full of all the different things. Give me the sauerkraut. Give me the onion. Give me the mustard, the ketchup. I'll do some sriracha. I like all of the variety. All right. Have you ever had a slice of American cheese on a hot dog? Also, fire. So I believe that that is good. I haven't had it, but you know what? You know what? I, okay, look, this is a food episode all of a sudden. <laughs> what I have had that was fucking spectacular, truly one of the great items I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> I went to Roy Choi's restaurant in Las Vegas, okay? And we ordered the ramen. The noodles themselves, pretty convinced that that was just straight up packet ramen. Who gives a shit? The broth is so fucking good. And then they melted slices of American cheese on top of the hot broth with the ramen underneath. I realized that this was probably Roy Choi's like after school snack mm. growing up. And I'm so here for it. Like I this is genius. To, I want to go to Roy Choi's restaurant so badly. Like go. I'm obsessed with him. You know what we need to do? We need to find cheap tickets to Vegas. Yeah. Why the fuck have we not gone? I don't know. Well, I mean, we have like a million things yeah. going I mean, on in our lives. We literally win, but um, but no, you would be a fun person to go to Vegas with because I want to go there for food and shopping and basically spas. Hmm. Okay, that would be a very different Vegas experience than any of the other Vegas experiences. Right, but that's I've that's had. what I need because I don't I don't gamble. Okay, I, and I don't really drink. So I don't really care about the things that people go to Vegas for usually. I mean, I will definitely tell you this right now. The first time I ever went to Vegas, it was literally a remake of The Hangover. Mm. I woke up in I'm someone's bed who I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old and too married. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Vegas has always been a really good time. It's been a lot of fun. It's always very wild for me. It's on my sun line. Kind of makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Well, are but you I'm up down, for a more chill trip? I'm down to clown with the food scene and some spa action. And maybe there... one like Circuit de Soleil kind of show. I love yeah. those. I also, if Adele is still there, we should go see her. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm down. I, I can do a mixed <clears throat> trip. Okay. But I got to get my girly stuff in because I've only been there once. It was with my husband and he's not there for that. Oh, okay. You know, he's not really a shopper, as you well know. He's <laughs> <laughs> sort of the opposite of a shopper. Yeah. But yeah, I also, I mean, I think people may not realize this, but uh, they have a really sick Chinatown in Las Vegas, and there's really good Asian food. And then there's also a bunch of like celebrity chef restaurants that Mm -hmm. are on the strip that are actually really good. So I don't know. I think the food seems pretty fire. Okay, here's the question. Do we stay on the strip or off the strip? Off strip. Okay. The strip strip. is a lot. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe we just go big. <laughs> we are two very different people. <laughs> I mean, I could be convinced. Um, no, it's fine. We're yeah. gonna, we could do off strip. I can do it. I don't know. Actually, last time was off strip and I hated it. Okay. So maybe on strip. Well, then I think you would actually like being on the strip because the the hotels are amazing. Yeah. And also. I love a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. I love a nice hotel so much. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think we should actually make this happen, for real. Okay, I'm there for it. Uh, as long as you eat the ramen topped with the American cheese. A hundred motherfucking percent. I will yeah. eat whatever. I loved that restaurant. Mm-hmm. That food was so fire, honestly. Like, he is not overrated. That is not overrated food. It is he makes perfectly rated food. food. I love him. Okay, I have no idea where we were going with this, but it's evolved. Yeah. So... <laughs> What are we talking about? What, what are you? What are you? I feel like we sound like we're drunk. 
I think it's the coffee. I, it she might gave be. me a glass of low caffeine coffee, and now I'm unhinged. Look, I warned you that it was low, not no caffeine, and it is cold brew concentrate. So I I believe that the warning was conveyed. <laughs> Anyways, we were talking about what we're getting ready for. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. So I'm getting ready to go to Copenhagen and Paris. You are getting ready to go on your giant trip to Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me just before this um, that you are now packing. I packed my whole suitcase already. Okay, I did too, to be honest. <laughs> look, if you're going to be coordinated and look chic, you got to do some pre-planning. I mean, I spent motherfucking months ordering and returning shit to figure out exactly what I want yeah. to wear. This trip in particular, I don't know why, I think it's because it's my first time to Asia, that it feels so like I need to have all the coolest outfits and I need to make sure my suitcases are perfect and I'm like, I need to like get a haircut and get my vagina wax. I don't know. I'm just like on this whole, like, I need to be a whole different person when I get there. I, I was with you why. until the waxing and then <laughs> you lost me because <laughs> that shit's painful. It is so painful. <clears throat> mm, pass. Okay. But tell us what ended up making the cut. Like, what are a couple of things that you were really excited? Like you zipped open that suitcase, you threw open the top, you were like, ba-bam, these three items are going in first because I know I'm taking them. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, my good American uh, parachute pants. Mm-hmm. I love those. Those were hands down 100%. The pink ones. The pink ones. So cute. And I'm actually contemplating whether I want to order the white and the, and the military green. Just do it. Because I love them so much and I feel like I'm going to wear them so often. And I like that they're breathable and they're kind of like a cotton style material. Mm. So those were hands down, absolute yes, because I feel like I'm going to wear them so much. Yeah. And then I got this amazing skims. That's technically a swim skirt, Hmm. but I'm going to wear it as like a normal skirt. And it's like this bright neon yellow and it's so gorgeous. Cute. And uh, I feel like I'll wear that with a lot of different outfits. Yeah. I bought all new shoes for this trip. Not a single pair is old. That was a search. You really put some effort into the shoe game. I think I bought 40 pairs of shoes. I literally just ordered Sambas and then was like, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. you. You did accuse me of being less enthusiastic about the shoe department when we were at the Nordstrom sale. Do you remember this? You were like, I don't think you're a shoe girl. I don't think you are. And I tried to defend myself, but now having this discussion, I'm reflecting and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a shoe girl. I like my shoes, Mm -hmm. but I might be a bag bitch. Yeah. I think you're a bag bitch and you're certainly a scent slut. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, no question. (laughs) (laughs) We've established that for sure. Okay. So which shoes made the cut? So I'm taking not a pair of Sambas, but similar to Sambas. So my whole thing was that I wanted a pair of shoes that felt comfortable, that had enough cushion and just like were good for walking. And so instead of the actual Sambas, I got the specialized Adidas. That's right. You which are the handball. <laughs> the very- what the fuck is handball, by the way? You don't know what handball is? I mean, no, not really. Like in theory, I think you hit the ball with your hand, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's like if rugby and soccer had a baby, it would be handball. Okay, so I wouldn't play it, is what you're saying. You would never me. play it. It's also very it. aggressive. So okay. one of my I'm best out. friends in high school, she was actually an international exchange student. She was like a major handball athlete. And she was incredible at it. But that bitch was fierce. So yeah, so that's how I knew about handball. Okay. But anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try these <laughs> specialized <laughs> handball sneakers that look just like Sambas, but they are designed a little bit differently. I have so many tangential questions about handball that nobody wants to hear the answers to, but I'm just going to bookmark that for a later date. I don't think I have the answers for you either, so I can't. Where, uh, 
Where is handball so popular that they have to make a special shoe for it? Germany. Well, that explains things. Okay. Adidas is German, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, suddenly everything is coming together. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I bought the Adidas specialized handball sneakers that look just like Sampa's and you would never know that they were different Uh with the exception that it says specialized on the side. Okay. Um, So those got packed and then I found two incredible, I'm so excited, pairs of like water walking shoes. Everyone was like, I'm going to take Chacos or I'm taking Tevas. I low-key hate both of those brands. Actually, not even low-key. I high-key don't like either of them. I like them okay for actual outdoors activities. I'll leave it there. But they're not cute. Uh, Some of the Tevas are okay, I think. Uh, Well, yes and no. Okay, so Tevas can be cute, but I find that they just don't, they're not comfortable to me. They are not comfortable. The traction isn't great for me. Terrible traction. I I don't like, I just don't like anything about them. I'm just like, I don't know how people are walking miles and miles and miles on end in these and not either breaking an ankle or ending up with blisters. I do think Tevas in particular are extremely slippery. Yeah. I don't, I don't totally get why this was an outdoor shoe in the first place. Anyways. Yeah. So I found this brand called, I think it's called Flower Mountain. Ooh. Never heard of it. I mean, I have been scoring the depths of the internet. Like, <laughs> for Sounds shoes. so shady. <laughs> like, you're on the shoe black market. Like, on the dark web. <laughs> okay, so it's called Flower Mountain. They're not cheap. They're like 200 to $300 per pair. Okay. Which, for me... I'm not opposed to spending that kind of money on shoes. I've spent way more money on shoes than that. Like your gorgeous Gucci heels. Mm-hmm. $1,100. Beautiful. Or maybe more. I don't even remember now. I blacked out. Anyways, so the Flower Mountain shoe is incredible traction. It feels like you're walking on a cloud. Hmm. And it's the coolest fucking design. It's like chunky, almost oh. looks like a sneaker. I love every single thing about it. And the awesome part is that the minute that you put them on, you don't feel like you're going to get blisters. They don't feel like you have to break them in. Nothing. They are absolute perfection. And they look so good with every single thing in my entire wardrobe that I pack. Amazing. So that was like the biggest score, the absolute best find for this entire trip. Because I feel like I'm going to be walking so much and we're doing so many of these excursions and going to different waterfalls and jungle stuff. And I'm just like, I'm really concerned about my feet. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so I got those and then I got another pair that is another brand I had never heard of. And I cannot remember the name of it right now, but they are also incredible. And they are a hiking water shoe. Hmm. So completely waterproof. They are slip proof. They're grippy. And I've walked the dogs a shit ton in both of these because I'm like, okay, let's give it a test. Right. In, you know, some different climates. Real conditions. In real conditions. And I love them both. So those are coming with me. I'm going to have to come over and see these because I'm really curious what the design is. Yeah. They're just so good. Hmm. I love them both and they both look really good. And they look cool enough with my outfits. Right. Because that was like my concern is like, I don't want stuff that's overly technical but i still want that technical aspect yeah and uh, the only thing that i haven't really figured out is if i'm gonna take a pair of heels with me or not do it yeah tip do it i think you'll use them in singapore Mm. i have like different outfits for every country essentially right like i think what i wear in singapore versus bali versus bangkok is gonna be very different yeah you'll be doing different things in different places yeah And I think in Bangkok and Singapore in particular, there's some pretty high-end restaurants. Mm -hmm. So if you end up going to those, you'll probably want the heels. Yeah, true. I had to look high and freaking low for a closed toe heel that I did not hate. 
Mm-hmm. Because I, as you know, I am not really a big heel wearer in no, general. And everything in my closet was open-toed. Hmm. But I, for a fancy restaurant, I don't really think that's super appropriate, to be hmm. honest. Okay. I would I would not wear the open toe to somewhere uh, upscale in Europe, personally. Okay. What about in Asia? Oh, in Asia, I, th- I think it's okay. Um, okay. I mean, I think closed toe is slightly more formal in general than an open toe. Depends on the shoe, I think. I mean, a lot of the ones that I have were just slightly too casual. Mm. But yeah, I, I got a very, like, traditional pair of low heels. I'll show them to you. They're mm. cute. They're like a beige and black round toe sling back situation. Mm. See, I don't usually like how round toe heels look on me. Yeah. I typically tend to gravitate towards pointy-toed. I have really cute pointy-toed ones, but they're impossible to walk in, so they mm. were not an option. Yeah, they, that's fair. they got eliminated. I'm looking forward to shopping in Paris. I'm excited for you. <laughs> uh, what's wait. on your what's on your list of places that you're going? Okay, great question. Well, do you mean in general or specifically for shopping? Both. So for shopping, I've done a little bit of research. Whenever I go to Europe, I go to And Other Stories, which is in a whole bunch of different cities. Also, there's a brick and mortar in New York, I think probably in LA. It's just a couple of American cities. There aren't a ton. But I generally really like their stuff. And one of the fun things about that brand is that they have different designers for different cities. Mm-hmm. And so the stock varies from place to place. And they they have things that are like designed in Stockholm or in Paris that are specific to the store. So I always go and check them out. And then I really want to go shop in person for Cezanne and Rouge, mm-hmm. which are two brands that are French and... I don't know the history of Cezanne, but I know that Rouge is was a brand started by Jeannie Demas, who's a fairly like well-known. I don't even know what her claim to fame is precisely. Like modeling, I think, is one of the things, but who knows? I think she's a model slash something. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know what the slash is. <laughs> uh, but she's very chic and the line I've always seen it uh, advertised, right, on social media, but you have to order online if you're in the US. And so I am very excited to go actually try things on in store. I am so curious about how Cezanne is going to fit someone that's curvier and yep. a bigger body. Because I don't think I've seen anybody that's like above a size four or six wearing Cezanne. So that is a really good point. And I also have the same question. But the thing is, well, so I will say this. I have a couple of their items and they have fit better than expected because I made two orders. The first time I sized up with the assumption that it would not be fitting me, Mm -hmm. and I had to size down. So I was pleasantly surprised, and the size range actually goes higher than I thought. Does it go to like an XXL, I think? Yeah. And I thought that probably I would be like an XXL, but I was not. I was like an L. Oh. Yeah. So I I actually, Hmm. I mean, I didn't order pants. Let's be clear. Like, I don't even... I don't even fuck with that. I but, don't fuck with pants hardly anywhere. Right. Let's be real. Like most places, I'm like, I'm just getting, I'm just here for the tops and some dresses. Yeah. But pants, that's like, no. Mm-mm. Exactly. And they have really nice bags. So that might be on my list mm-hmm. personally. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited to see some things in person. I'll probably go browse at like the galleries. Lafayette, I okay. think is the name of it. There are a few different really like beautiful shopping areas in Paris where you can go and see a lot of like designery stuff. Obviously, I'm not, that's not in my budget range currently, but I do love to look at it, right? It's, for me, it's the same as going to a museum. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely on my list. Apart from shopping, obviously, I have a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> fucking squirrels just scared the shit out of me. 
I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I thought something was coming through the window. I did too. I really did. Oh, man. Okay. That was an aggressive squirrel. Yeah. It was black too. Like, usually you don't see black squirrels. We have a bunch around here. We have all the brown ones at my house. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Other than shopping, though, museums. Art museums always on my list. Not something I do a lot here in Colorado, so I'm very much looking forward. Probably make a return trip to the Musée d'Orsay and the Louvre and probably L'Orangerie. The L'Orangerie? The the place where they have Monet's uh, lily paintings, the really large ones. Okay. So that's on my list. I don't even know what else I'm, I don't really care what else I'm doing, honestly, as long as I get a croissant in my face and I'm walking around looking chic and enjoying life. Like, I really like being a flaneuse when I'm in Paris, a flaneuse being the female version of a flaneur, which is someone that just looks uh, dapper and wanders around cities. Mm. So I'm very into that. You know, when you're in an urban area, you just kind of like pick a direction and see what happens. I love that for you. Yeah. I like to walk. Okay. What is the outfit that you're most excited to wear? Okay, girl, I knew you were going to ask me because I asked you about what was in your suitcase. And the truth is, I have fully forgotten what I packed already. (laughs) I don't even know what's in there. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what am I going to be wearing? I think I packed like a week, week and a half ago. And so, like, my brain has already filed that away. (laughs) I love that we are both (laughs) the kind of people. I don't usually pack this early. No, I don't either. But I I actually want my outfits to make sense and be coordinated this time because I honestly I usually get in a rush and then it's last minute and then I'm not happy because things don't go together. I don't have the right shoes to go with the outfit and then I get frustrated and I don't feel nice, yeah. right? So I want to I wanna be a little bit more prepared okay. for this one. And I did consider that I would be going to do like different things, right? So I'm definitely packing to go to a couple of nicer restaurants. Mm. I'm super excited for all the Michelin star restaurants I'm going to. Mm. Do you already know which ones you're going to? Have you done a little research? Oh my God. I have. Yes. I have done too much research. I like go to bed thinking about Asia and it's a problem because I can't get my brain to turn off. That's fun. Uh, yeah. It is fun and also not fun at the same time. Yeah. I can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping is important. It is important. Um, For sure, I'm going to this restaurant called Nitan, which Mm. is in Phuket. Nice. And we're going on the last day of our leg there. So that will be like the last night of my group travel experience that I'm going to be doing. And the restaurant looks so cool. And I'm really excited because the whole entire tasting menu is all based off of the train stops that go through Southern Asia Mm. and through like, well, mainly Southern Thailand. And so it's like taking on this like train excursion, essentially. So it's going to be really cool. I'm super excited. That's I think they only seat like 37 people every night. And it's gonna be delicious i think anyways um so super excited about that and then i'm going to ibid or ibid ibid i don't know exactly how to pronounce it Mm -hmm. that's in singapore that restaurant looks bomb af i have been following this girl on youtube who just did her eat pray love through the exact same countries that i am going to and so she went there and i was like i need all of that food in my mouth (laughs) so Mm. that will be the place that i'm going to is it singapore singaporean is it pan asian like it's, what is i think the... it's pan asian okay yeah i would say it's probably pan asian i think they're what is it the category was like elevated or nice. refined is some some kind of word like that okay it looks delicious oh god i'm getting hungry just like thinking about our trips mm-hmm. it's gonna be so fun 
I was just telling you about watching the bear and I, I'm going to bring it back up again <laughs> because <laughs> clearly it, it brings up some real passion for both of us to talk about food. I think it was just, it was such an evocative show because it was connecting our food memories with our emotional memories, mm-hmm. right? And like how it can be such a, such a deep experience to sit down for a beautiful meal. Mm-hmm. Right, because they they really highlight that, like, and yes, there's a bunch of craziness on the back end of the kitchen that, you know, (laughs) as a diner, you never see, fortunately. There was a scene where uh, Sydney is serving an omelet to Suge. Do you Mm, remember this? Yes. And there weren't even, there wasn't even a lot of dialogue that went into that, but just watching the way she so carefully, like, prepared this little delicious thing for a friend and delivered it to her. It just, it just really like highlighted how food can be an act of service mm-hmm. for other people. Well, I think for me, food is definitely a form of love, right? Yeah. Like I, I think cooking for someone or cooking for your family, it was growing up was a big way in which our family showed love for each other. Yeah. And I think it's my dad's love language. I think that's how he shows love to us mm. is cooking for us. Even though he says he hates cooking and doesn't like doing it, we disagree. (laughs) (laughs) What's his signature dish? Does he have something he likes to make for you guys? Everything he makes is so good. Okay, I already told him that when I go home, I have a list of things I need him to cook for me. Oh. One of which is his pot pie. Nice. Which is so amazing. He's really good at pork chops. He's really good at making um, meatloaf, which I actually don't like, but I like his meatloaf. Mm. And then... Any kind of Southern food, he's just incredible at. Like, I mean, he grew up eating Southern food. His mom was actually a cook. Yeah, his food is just phenomenal. And Mm. it's always... I'm going to invite myself to Nashville. Yeah, you should. Oh my gosh, I should. You've spoken so highly about Nashville. It has literally never been on my travel bucket list, but it is now. Yeah, my mom just went to this amazing restaurant. She's like, I can't wait till you get here so I can take you. Mm. And every single time we go to restaurants there, they're so good. Like the food is very comparable to New York or to Miami, which is saying a lot because they have amazing food. High praise. Um, Yeah, Nashville's food scene, not to be slept on. It is fucking fantastic. I want to go to Miami, too. That sounds really good. Ah, yes, please. Okay, we have a whole bunch yeah, of I know, we're, we're developing we a whole list. We need to go to Nashville, we need to go to Miami, and we yeah. need to go to Vegas. But also Mexico. Okay, I mean, it's a, it's a really... I could go on forever. But I will mention, so my husband recently went to Mexico on his own. He went to Puerto Vallarta, which is a pretty popular tourist destination, mm-hmm. right? So lots of people go there. But instead of staying in Puerto Vallarta the whole time, he took a bus and went to Guadalajara, okay. which is the second largest city in Mexico. So much more of an urban experience, not a beach town. He loved it. He like loved, loved it. He said it was so cool. And it sounded like the food was amazing. And I was just like, ah, I haven't been back to Mexico in a while. And it really just like lit that spark to want to travel there more i've actually never been to mexico really Mm-mm. oh my gosh so i am down have to go. i really want to go to mexico city yep me too um and then i would also love to go to what's the place that's so popular that everybody not cosmel um cancun not cancun tulum <laughs> tulum yeah tulum a lot of people go there for like instagram stuff yeah I think. it looks so cool and yeah. also i've heard the food is amazing yeah, it's, I mean, it's undeniably, like, an incredibly beautiful part of the world. Yeah. You know, it's just, Tulum in particular is, like, on a cliff. And so 
you know, the views from Tulum are just like stunning. I've been there, but it's been, you know, I don't know, 20 years plus. So it's, I'm sure it's different than how I remember it too. I really, yeah, I'm super excited. I think there's going to be a lot of travel in the upcoming years. I agree. And I feel like it's good to to start getting enthused about it again, because it used to be such a big part of my life. Um, and it's been on a, a little hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Same. Speaking of TV shows, I know that you're obsessed with The Bear. I watched The Bear, I think, like a month or two ago now, nice. like right when it first came out. Um, but have you watched the newest episode of Only Murders in LA? No, I haven't. I have not. <sighs> I think oh, I'm I one behind. Talk about it. Ah. Oh no! I I've can I just watched the first one few. Thing? Can no. I, can, what? No. No. I'm, it's not. No. Don't do it. No spoilers. It, don't do it. It has nothing to do with who the murderer is. Okay, fine. Is this about Jesse Williams? Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> you were right. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I believe that, and I am glad that he's in the newest episode because he wasn't in the one before that really at all. No, not really. So, um, yeah, no, I'm in, I'm enjoying the season in general, but I am slightly behind. I also started watching Ashoka, which is the new Star Wars that's on Disney. Mm. That's more of an adult Star Wars, right? Like there are some that are crossover. Like Mandalorian is definitely sort of kids and adults, but uh, this one I've heard is more adult-oriented, so I'm enjoying that. I just finished watching and Just Like That um, last night, actually, and that was, you know, it was a mixed bag. Mm. I thought season two was at least better than season one, so that was fine. I don't know. What else is good for you? What have you been watching? I was trying to think of what else I've been watching. I'm re-watching Ugly Betty. Oh, that was such a good show. show. Yeah, absolutely. I did. I just love America Ferreira so much. Yeah, like, she's great. She's phenomenal. I wish she was in more things. Yeah. I mean, she was just a smash hit in the Barbie movie. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully she'll be very busy. I feel like she's very selective with what she wants to actually put her time towards. True. I don't necessarily think it's about lack of opportunity for her. I think it's about does this fit with whatever story she wants to tell because I think everything that she has been in has been something that has it has has like such significant meaning behind it and and even if it's like a you know like a rom-com or something that's supposed to be a little more comical it still has that element of like confidence and coming into your own and you know culture and she's just so amazing I love her I just want to see more of her I think she's pretty politically active Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that translates into the projects that she selects Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. admire that very Mm -hmm. cool love to see it the other thing that I just watched was something called the blue zone which is uh, this new Netflix series it's like a limited series that just came out that's all about becoming a centurion, I think is the word. Yeah, centenarian or something? Centenarian. I don't know. That's yeah. the right word. 100 plus years old, right? Yes, 100 plus years old. And so the whole concept of this is finding all these blue zone areas in the world where there's a high concentration of people that live to be 100 or older. Okay. And some of the takeaways... I want that. <laughs> I don't. Really? Oh. You want to live to be over 100? I mean, I want to be a vampire, honestly, a vegetarian one, but like... I would I would really want more years on my life. Huh. If I could freeze time and just be this age for like another 200 years, I'd be absolutely stoked. Oh, I'm just like, I'm, I could be done tomorrow and I'm good. <gasps> oh, no, I don't feel that way. There's <laughs> so, so many things I haven't done that I would like to do. I mean, I feel like, okay, yeah, there's definitely lots of things that I want to do in life still. But I'm like, if I die tomorrow, I have lived an amazing life. I mean, I think that's a great way to feel. And I, too, have had an amazing life, but I want more. I'm very greedy in this respect. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, no, 
No, I want to. I want to be a beautiful old fucking vampire, just mm. amassing wealth, being hot, going places around the world. <laughs> yeah, that is for me. I don't know if I would want to be a vampire. I don't know. I mean, as long as I didn't have to kill things, you know, I'm I- good with the killing. <laughs> <laughs> no ethics over here you know okay well that's good to know i'm glad we've established this about ourselves i want to be a vampire but you're good with having to actually do the execution part we can divide the labor <laughs> okay but what why not be a rich old vampire i don't know i just i think the thought of living forever or i i guess like because i've grown up with so many people who are older mm. Unless old age looks like your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, I don't really, maybe even your 70s or 80s, but like, I don't really want to live to a point where I am not living life. You know what I mean? Sure. But with vampires, you get to like freeze in time. Yeah, that's true. So what if you could just preserve what you have today? I'd probably go for it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, uh, I would do it I think heartbeat. if I think about... I don't know. Would I want to be a vampire or not? This is a really hard question. This is a very ethical question for me. It doesn't even, this doesn't even pass the smell test as an interesting question for me because my response is just immediate. Immediate yes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've obviously spent more than one minute thinking about this. I think I'm more curious about death though. And like Mm, the afterlife and becoming a spirit and like, you know, what does that look like and living multiple lives. And I think that's more my MO than like, keeping on with the same one forever. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way because I just think it's terrifying. So, <laughs> Really? Are you afraid to die? Absolutely I'm afraid to fucking die. Wow. I don't want to die. Oh. I think it just all ends. I'm not up for that. Interesting. I like doing stuff. Huh. I, I, I want to go out and seize the fucking day, day after day, for mm. like another couple hundred years. That wow. would be fine. I think that's a long time. I would populate Mars, baby. I want to see us travel to space. I'm good. <laughs> Wow. Two totally different perspectives on this issue. Didn't know we were going to get into this today. Yeah, yeah. But here we are. I have no no fear of death at all. Okay, well, getting back to the Blue Zone, which is very interesting (laughs) you're telling us about. Anyways, yes. Back to the Blue Zone. It's about people who live to be 100 or more. Some of these people who are, you know, 100 years old, like... One of the blue zones is this specific area in Costa Rica. And he goes and he meets this 100-year-old guy. And he's like, I'm looking for, I think, I don't know what his name is, Jose or something like that. And he's like, that's me. And he's like, there's no fucking way you're 102. Because this dude looks like he's in his 60s. Nice. He's like riding on a horse, like out here wrangling cattle and like beautiful skin, immaculate teeth. Literally looks like he might be just like turning 70. I mean, I was like, okay, if that's my life. I could take that, you know? I could do yeah. that. Yeah. So how do you get there? A lot of it has to do with, like, Genetics. Living, well, I mean. it's genetics, too, but, like, living a low-stress life, having purpose in life, eating foods that fuel you, eating in moderation, not drinking too much. And then the other big thing, too, is that movement is so incredibly important because being sedentary is the quickest way to age. Mm. And also loneliness is a huge factor in whether you will live a long life or not. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was really interesting. Like, they went to Japan, I think, somewhere in Japan, and they talked about the, like, the ikigai. Uh, ikigai, maybe? Ikigai, I, I think, know. is what it's called, which is, like, your life's purpose, essentially. Yeah. And all of these people who were old still were completely living their life's purpose. They were still mm. pursuing music or gardening or making furniture and all of these things. Like, they never stopped. 
And they might have lessened or reduced the amount in which they were doing, but at the heart of everything, it was like living a good, fulfilling, and full life is like the key to living long. Yeah. I want to I wanna blue zone it. I mean, I'm down to blue zone for a while. I'm going to come bother you. But then I'm, I would I'm like gonna, to I'm going to like show up and be like, bitch, which hobby are we pursuing today? Let's get out there. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I have no desire. I'm like, I don't know what the desire is to live to, to be over 100. Oh, man. Josh would do it, too. I mean, we'd just be like old hot vampires together. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you guys kind of look like vamps. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that That is the style I aspire to if i'm being honest just sexy vampire also did you see that bob barker died i did i don't have any feelings about bob barker if i'm being totally honest i loved this this meme that came out because he died two days before he was supposed to turn 100 oh and and everybody's like he got as close to a dollar as possible because like on the the wheel you know you have to get you have to get like to 98 or 99 in order to like win but you can't go above a dollar or above above 100 Oh. And it was just like, I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. That's he cute. literally got as close as possible. Oh, man. All right. Well, what else is good? You've been reading, I think, lately. Yes. What have you been reading? What did I just finish? Yeah. Because you just, you were telling me that you had uh, binged some books. Yeah, I just finished The Cloisters. Oh, oh my God. It was so good. Okay. I loved it. So good. If you I want to read it, too. You're going to love it because it's all about tarot. It's about the history of tarot. Nice. It's... It's about research and becoming obsessive about it. And I think there's, it's going to be a book that you really enjoy. Mm. I found it to be amazing. One yeah. of the best books I've read in a really long time. Okay. Also, much more high literature than most of the books that I typically read. Okay. So, just so well written. So nice. fucking well written. All right. 10 out high of 10. Praise. Definitely recommend. So, I just finished that. And then all the other books I think we've already talked about. What was the other one that I also read? The Vanishing Half. That was amazing. I'm just about to start reading It Starts With Us, which is the second book to It Ends With Us. Right. Which is Colleen Hoover. Have you started that book? I have not. Okay. I picked it up, but I have not read it yet. I was just curious to see if you had started it or not, if you liked it. I haven't had any time to read. It's been mm-hmm. really tragic. Oh, that's sad. I know. We're kind of I'm going to read on my trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to pack my Kindle. I'm like debating if I want to buy an iPad or a Kindle so that I can read. I like reading on the Kindle so much better than a tablet. Oh, really? Why? I currently use a tablet. I use like an Amazon Fire tablet that I have because I like to watch video as well as read books. Mm. But I really like the the way that a Kindle actually looks like a page. Okay. Like it looks, I don't know, it's easier on your eyes. It looks more realistic to a book in your hand the only thing is i will say for the the kindles that are black and white i do like to buy digital books sometimes that are photograph heavy like cookbooks Mm -hmm. or like fashion or design or magazines if you want to read any of those you want the tablet okay right because you need the full color to actually appreciate what's in there okay otherwise i don't know just for like novels i definitely prefer the kindle I don't think I've ever had a Kindle. I'm just like, I've always been anti-reading on a technological device. So I used to be... That's such an old thing to say. (laughs) But I will say that, you know, when you're traveling, I mean, it's just so much better and easier. Like, it's so light in comparison to dragging books around with you. Yeah. And I just don't have the space unless I just take one book. Which I guess I could probably just take one but, like, what if it's a bad one? I know. I always had a pile. That's why you got to go with the Kindle. Yeah. Okay, I have another thing that this is very random and not actually sequitur, but I'm going to 
say it anyways. Mm-hmm. I think we need to have like a magical girls trip to Taos. Ooh. Okay. This is just a thought I had. Why? Throwing it out there. Well, A, I love New Mexico. It's gorgeous. The area around Taos is gorgeous. It's like, it's close for us. Okay. It's really not far. It's like three hours down to Taos from here. Oh, really? Yeah. You can drive. Perfect. Yeah, I can definitely drive. I'm down for this. I think this should be our first trip. There's gorgeous hot springs. Okay. There are good restaurants. New Mexican food is fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I actually have never checked out the ski valley for Taos. Uh, I don't know what's up there. I've only been to like the town that's, you know, down below, um, not the ski area. But I don't know. It's just kind of like funky and different. And I just feel like it's, I don't know. I, I have a feeling about it. Okay. Let's Intuition, it. gut feeling. All right. Ojo Caliente, which is the hot springs that's close to Taos, is also one of the nicest hot springs I've ever been to. Ooh. Really nice. Okay. It's fancy. You would like it. It's fancy, but it's not like unapproachably fancy. I'm down for that. Just saying. I'm curious. What are you obsessed with this week? <laughs> what, am I, what am I obsessed with this week? Um, my work. Is that a good answer? It's not a good answer, but it's probably true. I mean, you are, like, you're in the thick of it. I am rocking and rolling uh, as an entrepreneur. I love how you say entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, feel, it feels fancier that way. I was actually looking at Labor Day sales this morning, Ooh. as probably were you. And I, I don't know. I've honestly been a little bit uninspired lately. I, I feel like a lot of the pieces I packed for Paris that I have mostly forgotten the specifics of were things that I've had for a little while now. They mm-hmm. weren't like new things that I was picking up so much. And I was kind of like, what is new for fall You know, we did the fall fashion episode. A lot of those trends were a pass for us. Mm -hmm. But then when I was shopping around today, I was like, ooh, some of these Labor Day sales are really nice. I ended up picking up a suit from Madewell. I really like their suits. I got like a light grayish blue color that I think is really nice. What else? A bucket bag, like a nice classic black bucket bag. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, right? Like it's just, it's classic thing. And then I was looking at some of the new stuff on... Gap, which like Gap has stepped it up a little bit. I really have not ordered from Gap until this summer for the past several years, right? Like, I don't think I've ever ordered from Gap like intentionally. Uh, it's it was a long hiatus, but there's some real gems. Um, I think they've been actually getting wise to, to frankly duping out some of the items from other brands that they mm. can make for cheaper. Yeah, uh, like for example, I saw they have a trench coat on the site right now that looks very similar to the J Crew Icon trench coat, mm. uh, which is a nice trench coat. I've I've tried that one on before. So I don't know. I also saw a sweater blazer at Gap that looked. A heck of a lot, like a J. Crew sweater blazer that's, you know, two, three times the price. Hmm. So I was like, all right, Gap, I, I see you. Going for J. Crew. Right? And then I also saw some plaid pants that looked like Madewell plaid pants. Hmm. But, you know, again, half the price. I do not like plaid. Oh, I love plaid so much. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't think I own any plaid. I'd had one plaid piece. I love it. And then I got rid of it. I, you know, if Selena Gomez ever gets ready... To sell off her only murderous wardrobe, I would basically wear everything that she wears on that. 100% could see that about you. Yeah, I love it. Yep. So much. Yeah. I am, what am I obsessed with? I'm still obsessed with Maison Margiela. Like, oh, good one. The perfumes are just so good. Oh, I can't I don't wait know to shop where I was like Paris. sleeping on them or I don't know what, but like, I'm so obsessed with them right now. Yeah. Ugh. I have two scents now. I have okay, which ones? Beach Walk, which mm-hmm. is what I'm wearing today. 
And then the other one is called On a Date. Yeah, yeah. If you can see me right now, I'm like licking the air. It is like a sensual, sexual scent. Oh my God. It's delightful. Mm. Yeah, it's fig based, right? You know what? That's funny because my other favorite, I didn't realize that it was fig based. My other favorite perfume is called Dirty Fig. Mm. And that is by By Heretic. Also gives me very similar vibes. That same, like, I don't know what is it about dirty fig or fig in general that is it an aphrodisiac? Because it makes me feel so it is kind of slightly horny. Yeah. I I mean, part of it is I think that fig is sweet, but it's also earthy, Mm. right? Because the outside of the skin, like when you get a sun warmed fig, like it's been sitting under the summer sun ripening, and then you pluck it off and then you put it in your mouth. The outside has that kind of like, not dusty, but sort of like earthy flavor, Mm. and the inside is sweet. Oh my god, I love them. I love fresh figs, man. (sighs) I want to eat them, I want to smell them, I want to smell like them. Yep. I love that for us. Well, we have really run the gamut today. (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed listening to us talk about food and fashion and travel and all the good things in life. Yeah. And uh, we will talk to you again next week. Stay wild, y'all. Bye-bye. Subscribe to Big Girls Gone Wild wherever you get your podcasts like iTunes or Spotify. We'd love it if you leave us a comment or a question and don't forget to rate the pod. Thanks for listening. Stay Stay wild, wild, y'all.